0: Section 9 of Lives of the Ancient Philosophers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lives of the Ancient Philosophers by Francois Fenelon. Section 9 Kalo Chilo was advanced in years in the fifty-second olympiad hence we may conclude him to have flourished nearly at the same time with Pittacus. Chilo flourished at lacedomania about the fifty-second olympiad he was a man of an equal and resolute mind capable of bearing prosperity or adversity with the same equanimity he led a retired life at home and deemed that time the most misspent which was employed in travelling about his conduct was a picture of perfect virtue his practice was a faithful exemplification of his precepts his silence and singular moderation caused him to be admired by everybody he regulated his life by one of his own maxims that at all times a moderate pace was the safest towards the fifty-fifth olympiad he was made ephorus this dignity at lacedomania served as a check upon the kingly power his brother who aspired to the office became so jealous of him that he could not help betraying the resentment he felt calo coolly said to him i have been chosen because i was imagined a fitter person than you to bear the injury of being drawn from the enjoyment of leisure overwhelmed with business and in short rendered a slave calo maintained that the art of divination ought not to be wholly rejected and that much of futurity might be penetrated by the sagacity of the human mind one day hippocrates was sacrificing during the olympic games as soon as the flesh of the victims was put into cauldrons filled with cold water the water became hot all at once and began to boil even to running over although there was no fire under the cauldrons calo who was present considered this prodigy attentively he then advised hippocrates never to marry and if unfortunately he were already married to repudiate his wife without delay and to destroy whatever children she might have brought him hippocrates turned his counsels into jest and was no way deterred by them from entering into marriage the offspring of which was pisistratus who afterwards usurped the sovereignty of athens his native country on another occasion calo having attentively considered the quality of the soil and the situation of the island of cythera suddenly exclaimed before all the spectators Would to the gods that this island had never existed, or that the waves had overwhelmed it as soon as it first appeared above them, for I foresee that it will be the ruin of the Lacodemonian people. Kilo was not deceived. The island was taken by the Athenians some time after, and by them rendered instrumental in desolating the country. Kilo used to say that three things were difficult to retain a secret, to endure injuries, and to employ time well. Galo was brief and comprehensive in his discourse, hence his sayings became proverbs. Some of them were as follows threaten no one, threats are the weak arguments of women. The greatest mark of wisdom is to know when to be silent, particularly at festive meetings. Never speak ill of anyone unless you are willing to be continually making enemies and to hear the most unpleasing things said of yourself in return be more punctual in visiting your friends when they are in adversity than when they are in prosperity it is better to suffer loss than to gain by unjust or dishonest transactions flatter no man in his adversity a brave man ought always to be courteous and to make himself respected rather than feared the best policy in a state is to teach every citizen to regulate his own family properly a man ought to choose a woman of simple habits for his wife and not to celebrate his nuptials at an expense that may prove his ruin we try gold and silver by a touchstone but they are themselves the touchstones by which we may try the hearts of men we ought to enjoy everything with moderation in order to bear the loss of it with equanimity neither love nor hatred lasts forever love therefore as if you were one day to hate and hate as if you were one day to love calo caused these words to be engraved in letters of gold in the temple of apollo at delphos we ought never to set our wishes on objects too much above us he who becomes security for another never fails to lose Periander did everything in his power to draw Caelo to Corinth, that he might profit by his counsel how to maintain himself in the sovereignty which he had usurped. Calo answered him in the following terms. You wish to involve me in the troubles of war, and to make me live like an exile far from my native country, as if my doing so would any way contribute to your security. Rely upon it that there is nothing less certain than the greatness of kings and that he is the most fortunate of tyrants who has the happiness of dying in his bed when calo perceived the end of his own days approaching he collected his friends around him and thus addressed them my friends you know that during the time i have been in the world i have both said and done much i have deliberately reviewed all my past life and i find no action of which i need repent except perhaps in one instance which i now wish to lay before you in order that i may know whether i acted well or ill in the matter i happened once to be one of three persons who had to sit in judgment on a particular friend of mine who according to the law had rendered himself amenable to the punishment of death i was much embarrassed to know how to act i saw myself called upon to condemn my friend or to violate the laws after seriously reflecting on the case i resolved to have recourse to this expedient i placed the arguments of the accused in his defence in so forcible a light to my colleagues that they felt themselves called upon to acquit him but i voted for his death myself according to my own view of the act though without assigning any reason for my opinion thus i acquitted myself as it then appeared to me of my double duty as friend and judge but i have since felt something in my own breast which makes me doubt whether my conduct was not criminal calo loaded with years died at pisa through excess of joy whilst embracing his son on his return from the olympic games at which he had been crowned as victor the Lacedaemonians, after his death erected a statue to his memory end of section nine